Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events. Pop culture. Things we love. Things we don't. All slathered in gobs of laughter. And all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Greetings, thingies. This is Darcy. And this is Kelly. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, today's podcast is titled Everything, Everything Everywhere, Everywhere All at, at Once, but, but Not, not the, the Movie. movie. <laughs> Although we hear it's great. Yes. But. And it's got my girl, Michelle Yeoh, who I love. Yeah. And a wonderful cameo by Jamie Lee Curtis, but we'll talk about that at another time. Yeah, after we've seen it. Yeah. But um, so, as you've probably guessed, this is another show that we talk about everything plus another the kitchen. dump soup show, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should have called it. Sounds so delicious, dump soup. So, at the top, as per usual, let's just be sad for yeah. a moment and express our undying love for Miss Angela Lansbury, oh, who passed this week. And she was just such a lady. Talk about somebody who was just such a lady at every point mm, of her life. Yeah. And just... All class, all the time. Yeah, and I mean, who doesn't love Jessica Fletcher? Come on. <laughs> and I mean, the teapot, and I mean, yeah. so many. I mean, oh, Mrs. Lovett, which we... If you've ever heard, we did a dream role show one time. We talked about what our dream roles are, and Mrs. Lovett oh, and Sweeney yeah, Todd about that. is one of my dream roles. Yeah. And she just did a splendid job of Mrs. Lovett on, on Broadway. And mm. um, and also, the yeah. beloved Hagrid, uh, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Who, um, you all know that that's my, that's my type. Man, did I have a crush on Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> Even in the Hagrid costume. <laughs> but, um, oh my gosh. Well, Angela Lansbury was, what, 96? 96. A life well lived. Bless her. Like know. we talked about the Queen. It's not a tragedy. It's right. horrible. It's but it's sad not a tragedy. Her, she lived. Yeah. And she worked yep. a long time. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Angela Land, uh, Robbie Coltrane, I feel worse because he was just 70, I think, maybe not even. Mm, that's a bummer. Um, and as I get older, that seems pretty young. I know. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, if I die, I used to say when I was very young that if I, I wanted to die on my 70th birthday because I didn't want to get so old that I couldn't take care of myself or had to rely on other people to take care of me, but that's not all that far away. I wrote, I know, I wrote like a little, I think it was for a class project, I wrote like a little autobiography and I wrote like what I wanted to do and I said, I hope I, I will die, I hope to die in my sleep before I turn 80. Mm. And I'm like, what? 30, well, 24 yeah. years doesn't seem like mm. long enough for me to well, have. Here's the thing too, Joy Behar just had her 80th birthday this last yes. week. Serious? 80, 80 years old. She looks amazing and she is still sharp as a freaking tack. She is. I Say mean, what you want also, about what she thinks about her yeah. politics, but like she is, she is rapid fire. I can't believe you know? she's 80 years old. I can't either. I cannot believe she is 80 years it's old. It's amazing. Yeah. Happy birthday, Joy. Wow. Rest in peace, Robbie and, and Angela. Angela. Um, okay. So let's Speaking move on of to sadness, the death of no. our country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I read something on, on the tweets uh, that said, today's world uh, feels to me like we're six years old, our mom's in the grocery store, she locked us in with the windows up, and our siblings keep farting, and we have no water, and she just, like, each, each she just kept going, like, part one, part two, oh my God. And, and you have to take a dump, and you're hungry, and anyway, and I was like, yeah, it kind yeah, of feels kinda, like that. kind of feels like that. Um, so they had a January, that was probably the final January 6th hearing that J6. was supposed to be in prime time, but they ended up airing it during the day. So I did not get to watch all Nor of it. Nor did I. I caught dribs and drabs. Yeah, but. some pieces. And so I think that for me, two, the two big deals, important things of it was that they did subpoena Drumpf. Um, That's going to work out well. Yeah. We know he's not going to show up. What Although he first, says he'd be happy to testify. First thing out of his mouth. It's a, well, it's a witch hunt. Yeah. Um, although he has said in the past he'd be happy to testify. And Good. I'm like, I hope he will because be he'll bury himself and, you know, put himself in prison. The other thing that got me was um, watching videotape of the Senate and House leadership uh, doing their thing. And Nancy Pelosi on a phone call with Mike Pence yeah, I saw saying... That where are you? Are you safe? Don't let anyone know where you are. And she literally said, God bless you. Be safe. And then pulls out a Slim Jim while she's talking to him and is chewing on her Slim Jim. I'm like, girl's got to get her protein. I was she's just, just going to say, because you know, you know, Pelosi's got <laughs> snacks in her bag. You know that. She's, pro she's probably the one that's got Band-Aids, safety yep. pins, snacks, yep. hand lotion. And was fully prepared for a crazy happening just like that. And I, I love that, But just too. to watch her and Schumer um, just lead, lead in and, that moment. Right. And make decisions and handle it. And McConnell like, oh, 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 you know, not really doing much at all. Turtle, 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 turtle. <laughs> Bitch McWaddle, that's what I call him. Oh. A waddle is the neck of a turkey, just so you know, if yes. you're not aware. It, yes. So, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is going, you guys are funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> More on that is... So speaking um, of that day... Yeah, so McCarthy. Yeah, who's a speechwriter. Um, no, McCarthy oh, is sorry. the senator who would... <laughs> who, if the Democrat... If the House flips Republican, he'll be Speaker of the right. House. Right. He will take Nancy Pelosi's yeah. position. Sorry, I got our, our, our writers did not give me my agenda <laughs> uh, bullet points today. I got our two story, our there next story go. mixed up. But yes, McCarthy. Yeah. And then just a little blip on him, how, you know, it was it, during the January 6th committee, they, sh you know, played some footage or audio or whatever of him. He just, literally thought he was going to die. Yeah, he literally thought he was going to die and was screaming at Trump saying, they're trying to fucking kill me. And then, <laughs> yes. And then, you know, and I remember him calling into ABC while they were showing the live footage and I talking to George Stephanopoulos yep. and saying, yeah, this is really scary. Snuffleupagus. And then turning around, you know, a month later and licking Trump's boots and like what is what is the guy got I think on him? a little higher than his boots but yes, that definitely. is but how can I just don't understand and I don't care what your political well I do I, I you know but yes at this point we care very much but, <laughs> but here's the thing that's just human 
human nature that somebody, and it's very clear that Trump, if he did not solely orchestrate, he had a huge part mm -hmm. in orchestrating mm -hmm. the January 6th mm -hmm. uh, uh, traitorism. Yeah. Um, Insurrection. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think of something even worse than that. But yeah. Um, he did, and I feel, I mean, and it's going to show that, and it, and it will show, it has shown that. Anyway. It has shown that, but his minions think it's all, it's all a hoax. They think it's all made up. They think it's all planned by Democrats. Like, they literally live under this idea that it's, it's a play. Right. And you know? everybody already knew, and that's why they let everybody in, mm. and Antifa were the ones who really orchestrate, you know. Yeah, it's, it's. That's all bullshit. Yeah. But I don't care who you are. If you feel like your life is in danger and you know the person who caused it, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know the person who pretty much put the gun in the hand of the person who had it to your head. Yeah. And then you don't get killed and you're like, all right, but person who put the gun to, who had the person put the gun to my head, follow mm -hmm. me on this. I'm making sense. <laughs> um, all right, but I'm still going to, you know, do your bidding. I'm still going to, uh, mm -hmm. you know... Uh, that's some serious mafia nonsense. Of course it you is. You know what I mean? Like that is straight up mafioso bullshit is that he is scared of something. He, you can't, I cannot imagine a situation where my life was threatened by a certain person or a certain person's involvement with my life being threatened and then turning around and saying, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. You know, and I don't I just, get it. I don't either. And you know, it's funny that you say about some some mafiosa bullshit because I, you know, I can't help but think that Trump just has files and files and files and dossiers on people. And it's like, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to turn this. So I just yeah. feel like he's got to, but that's why I think it's no so Because no one in their right mind would be doing what McCarthy's well, doing. And if I just, huh? So did he just have like Thugs go out and get all the dirt on everybody around him. I wouldn't Lost put it him. past him. And uh, and that's why I think it's so important, let's go back to this, for the Epstein Black Book to be released mm. because I bet Trump is all over that shit. He's got Okay, be. you know, He's we're going to dispense be. with the binging because you're... We're, we're every angel, today. Every angel in heaven's going to get multiple sets so of wings, wings today. Yes. Okay, so um, now... Now the other one that I was thinking, so that's McCarthy. Come yeah. on, come on, do better. Do better, dude. Because um, I'm also afraid that if he gets, if we don't keep the House and he becomes Speaker of the House, he's going to disband the January 6th committee. He's going to disband he it. He, yes, sure. They can, I mean, they'll just they not continue anything. it. Yeah. You know, and Liz Cheney will be gone because yeah. she's not been reelected. Right. Kinzinger is, has, you know, retired. He didn't recampaign. So, you know... Um, yeah, we're in trouble. You guys, we're in serious trouble if we don't keep the House and if we don't flip the Senate. But anyway, um, moving on from that, there was a so fun this little is funny. Yeah. tweet war between our delicious Christopher Maloney from if the you, Law and Order yes, franchise. Yes, you know how much we love him yes. and his bodacious badonkadonk. Yep, and he was just in People this week, and he's naked in it. He and he's is 61 naked. and smoking. And he does 
smoking not, hot. Yeah, not, not smoking. Like smoking. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't but put it past him to smoke a, a, a cigar, cigar or a once joint while, every sure. once in a while. I don't think he smokes cigarettes, but nah, probably not. Ah, that's a filthy, Too disgusting habit. Nobody does that. Nobody does what? that. <laughs> what? Nobody would but do yeah, that. So him and Stephen Miller, Stephen <laughs> Miller. Is who? he a joker and a toker and a midnight smoker? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> not um, that Stephen Miller. That sorry, Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller, the speechwriter, the speechwriter who was a, a close advisor to Trump, who is pretty much single-handedly responsible for the kids in cages at the border yep. nonsense. That yep. was all his idea. Um, and one of the douchiest faces I've 1 ever seen. One eight hundred kids in cages. <laughs> Cages for kids. <laughs> Cages for kids. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Oh, we're sick and wrong. Um, yes. He and Maloney got into it on Twitter. I love this. Miller said something to the effect of the actor in the most unwatchable version of Law and Order thinks he's this, that, or the other. I can't remember. And Maloney claps back and says, um, stick to writing fascist speeches. Stevie, Stevie. why don't Stevie. you stick to writing yeah. fascist speeches? And it went back and forth for a couple of tweets. And it was just like, you can't, this is what Republicans do, is that they have nothing, they have no points to argue on because their policies but, are crap. But, 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 you, but, you, but yeah. your show's bad. But you're a bad actor. But it's the same thing like, but, 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 but you're fat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like, like, Maloney's like, um, yeah, let me show you my house. I was just going to say, yeah. oh, the ratings. <laughs> Probably are proving you wrong, mofo, mm -hmm. but you do you, baby. Yeah. And he just, ugh, he's just disgusting. And that, that's the thing that pisses me off so much is that Republicans are just, they've got nothing. They've got nothing. Celebrity tweet fights crack my me shit too. up, man. Too, they just make me happy. Okay, this is just a quick one. Um, this is a big shock. Everybody, you can't right. see me, but I have my surprise face on. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard decided that the Democrats are no longer her people. She can't be, mm -hmm. she can't be part of this cancer culture, woke, um, you know, culture. And she's leaving the, the, the Democrats for the Republican Party. Who's shocked? Well, she didn't say Republican. She hasn't admitted to whether she's going to be an independent or Republican. Oh, okay. But All right. she's leaving the Democrats because of their woke ideology and claims that Kamala Harris is, quote, everything that's wrong with Washington and Democrat Party today. And this is my favorite. Oh, that's Kamala? That's what she says that's about Kamala. Kamala. Mm -hmm. I'm like, basically, honey, the you're just jealous. You were, you'll never be the badass she is. You I know think what I mean? restaurants in Washington are worse than <laughs> Kamala, but okay. Yeah. But here's my favorite quote. Uh, she called the Democratic Party the elitist cabal. <laughs> that sounds like you. I'm telling you, yeah. once you hear the cabal and you hear all of this, that mm. is QAnon. Mm. And that is a good segue. Are you, mm. is that... That was just a quick one. Do you have another? Are we done with? <laughs> are we done with Tulsi? Well, we just want to say Tulsi. Tulsi was never a true drum Democrat anyway. No, she was. Yeah. Kim Jong Un and and what do they like call that. him? A rhino? Uh, a dino? No, I know. So she's a dino. She's a dino. Yeah. Do, is that a thing? It is a thing. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Not it was as a popular thing. as rhino. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, she's clearly. So in case you don't know, a rhino is Republican in name only. So dino is Democrat in name only. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We're not just making up cute yeah. little, um, so yeah, Tulsi, 
uh, Godspeed wherever you may go. Yeah. Why don't you check out, um, you know, the Green Party? Maybe that would be better for you. Or Socialist so no, Party? Um, isn't the Green Party about environmental causes? Of course. Causes I'm jo that so was the joke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Darcy's really tired today and not firing on all the cylinders. And so. we might be drinking a little wine. Okay. <laughs> so here's a good uh, <laughs> segue from Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, um, yeah. Take this away. <laughs> so our very favorite Here crazy wackadoodle Marjorie Trader Mar Marjorie. See, oh my God, I need a nap. Marjorie Trader Green, MTG. So um, hopefully, all of you uh, who are not living under a rock heard that Alex Jones was um, was required to pay. Look at Pretty the much a billion. Okay, so yeah. um, a bunch of money. Right. So this last time, this last, the latest um, lawsuit had him paying ninety-six mil million, but the. Go ahead. No, I thought you were shushing me. No, I, I picked up a paper to fan myself. And I and saw it out of the corner of my like, eye, and she's like, no, don't say that. Yeah. Anyway. We're a hot mess. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> it's one of those um, days. So um, anyway, so he was ordered to pay $965 million to eight Sandy Hook families this last time. And we talked about his last trial, which was $50 million. So between all of it, it's over a billion. Yeah. Um, they're never going to see that much of it. Right. Even a forensic accountant said it the, at the most he has probably two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Oh, Alex Jones is so poor. Two hundred million dollars. I don't even have two hundred dollars in my bank account, but that's okay. Right. Okay. So MTG says free speech is dead. The war against Alex Jones is a war against all of us. No, it's not no. a war against me. No matter what you think, and these are all quotes, and these are really really attributed to um, her and, and not to anybody else. Last week, I just have to say, quick addendum, I uh, said that Herschel Walker right. made the quote about, I have two words, made in America, when it was in fact our president. But um, <laughs> uh, Professor Google told me differently. Yes, and we are the writers, sorry, and when we get it wrong, we correct. Yes, like, uh, like Lizzo changed lyrics to her song, um, Anyway, that's a whole other story. Okay, so... <laughs> we are chasing rabbits today. Yeah. Oh, squirrel, squirrel! squirrel. <laughs> um, okay, so, yes, she said the war against Alex Jones is a war against all of us. And then she said, no matter what you think of Alex Jones, all he did was speak words. He was not the one who pulled the trigger. Fuck you. Oh, my God. And then... Um, she said, I don't know how we've gotten it so wrong about what free speech is. Okay, let me tell you something. And we've talked about this many times on the show. Free speech is free speech. I mean, we probably say stuff people don't like. Mm, I'm sure we do. Yeah. But guess what? Free speech does not mean that you are free from consequences. Exactly. And free speech doesn't mean you get to run around spreading lies. Blatant you don't lies. get to run around lying about crap and think you can get away with it Especially and call it free Especially when it's 20 children who were killed. Yes, yes. And he doubled down, tripled down, 80, mm. 87 times doubled down on that they're actors. Mm -hmm. they're, if you look at the Sandy Hook and you look at the Uvalde, they're the two same people. 
Yeah. Crazy pants, motherfucking. Mm -hmm. I'll bing myself. I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah. Why am I shocked? MTG. Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene. Coming to the defense. Yes. That creep. I mean, okay. just come on. <gasps> that makes me mad. And this makes you mad. And we talked about this makes me mad, mm -hmm. too. Because, again, like Stephen Miller, Republicans have nothing. They have nothing to argue on because their policies are crap. So they have to go try to hit below the belt. And so this week on Hannity, uh, he so made disgusting. fun of President Biden. A phone call. I don't know how he got his hands on this audio. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so another sketch thing. to me, too. That's another thing. Um, but somehow he had his hands on a phone call from Biden to his son, Hunter, and you can hear the distress in the president's voice saying, uh, I love you, buddy. I love you more than anything in the world. You really need to get some help. I don't know what to do. And I know you don't either. I'll do everything in my power. You know, he's just, and not for nothing, his only living son, his only living son who is struggling and who is ill. This is the thing. So this connects in several ways. First of all, Republicans have to try and hit below the belt because they can't keep on policies because they know they can't win any debate with their well, crap why policies. Do you make so they a, go below the belt. A joke of, I mean, and you could just hear the president. God he's bless heartbroken. him. He's heartbroken. It's like you can't. I don't know what to do, up. buddy, and I know you don't know what to do either. But I, I, I we got to do something. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like. The Republican Party was all over, at least when Trump was in office, all about the, but what about the opioid crisis? What about the opioid crisis? Meanwhile, they're the first people to go for, with their, they become torch-wielding villagers going for Hunter Biden and his addiction. You cannot stand on one hand and go, this opioid crisis is killing people, and then turn around and slam Hunter Biden for being addicted to opioids. Well, and I want to know, I want to see all of their motherfucking um, stock portfolios and see how many people have stocks in yeah. Pfizer. You know, the big pharma, I will bet you they are sitting there on their asses making money hand mm -hmm. over fist, having big pharma in their portfolios, mm -hmm. and at the same time saying, oh, look it. He, mm -hmm. It just, it makes me so sick. Yeah. This is where, this is where I don't understand where we've gone in our country, where we think it's okay to... I mean, campaigns have always gotten ugly. There's always been mudslinging and that kind of but thing. But it's but always, always been you been, stay away from the kids. You stay away from the kids. You stay away from... And I guess people are like, well, he's a grown adult. Well, so I don't care. Hunter did run for president. You know right. what I mean? It's like Hunter's his own human being. And the whole laptop thing, don't bring that up because that's a nothing burger. It's been proven. So shut up about it. Um, but just this, there just there is no no point... That can be made where, in this, right now, to me, where Republicans aren't filthy hypocrites. There is no, point is not the word I'm looking for. There is, there's no um, policy. There's no right. issue, issue. There's no issue that they don't speak out of both sides of their mouths on. Well, and, and another thing. Um, I'm getting you good and drunk today, kids. It's, <laughs> it's been, I mean, it's a fact that a lot of red states have the highest percentage yeah. of youth drug problems in the country. Mm. The highest. Yeah. So it's not the woke Democrat kids who are taking the drugs. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, 
It's the kids in rural America who have nothing better to do because they don't have anything to do in those. I come from a small town. There was nothing to do in Except my small get town. Pregnant, do drugs. Yeah. Or, yeah. At the time, it was drink or and leave. get pregnant. I'm not sure that the opioid crisis wasn't hadn't even started yet. So I'm not really sure. I know that a lot of kids smoked weed. I don't know if heavy drugs were a part of it, well, but I'm sure there is now. He, I have no oh yeah. Doubt well, now. here's the thing, because um, my ex-sister-in-law who I'm still very close with her sister so my ex-sister-in-law's sister runs a bunch of um she's been sober for I think 30 years she runs a bunch of halfway houses and clinics she oh, wow. does the work uh, she does amazing work anyway she was explaining to me so like a football player kid in high school breaks an arm mm-hmm. and he gets prescribed oxy let's say um, oxycodone, not ex- uh, uh, anyway, whatever, yeah. an opiate. And then it still hurts, doctor, he gets another prescription. And then they can't give him another prescription. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, I'm the only one who still has <laughs> a landline. Landline. Sorry. Oh, my friend Spam Risk is calling. <laughs> Spam um, Risk. <laughs> so then she said, so you try and go refill it. They won't refill it. So you go on the street and they're $20 a pill. A mm. pill. Yeah. But heroin's cheaper. Mm. Meth is cheaper. Yeah. That's like 20 bucks. Anyway, that's how these kids get hooked. Or they're at a party and everybody's like, oh, you're pussy if you don't try it. Yeah, they raid their parents' medicine cabinets and bring all the, the yeah, sk- pills they call to it the, skittling. the skittling. Yeah, um, it's, yeah it's, it's certainly a problem. It's not that we don't have a problem, but it's like Drump didn't do anything about it. Right. He campaigned on it yeah. and didn't do anything about it in his four years in office. And I have to tell and, you, as some, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, and I'm saying, and, th- and I'm just saying, Hannity brings it, you know, turns it around and decides to, you know, hit, try to hit below the belt with Hunter Biden, and it's. I disgusting. do have to say, as somebody who is has chronic pain issues, mm-hmm. and I'm not on, I'm on one opiate, and it's low, 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 low. It's Tylenol 3. For those of you know, it's Tylenol with codeine and it's probably the lowest because I told my pain doctor I don't want. Mm -hmm. Let's face it. I have an addictive personality. The last thing I want to do right now is to be hopped up on the goof pills. Mm. But um, (laughs) it's so funny because not funny at all. They've swung so far the other way Mm -hmm. that it can't be delivered. I have to go in person. And so when you have somebody with chronic pain, and you have to go in person to the pharmacy uh, and they'll only give me seven days at a time. So that means I have to go four times a month mm. to get my pills. And anyway, I can tell you a lot when you legitimately need it. It's, it's hard to get. It swung so it's far the other way. Yeah. But our point is shame on you, Hannity. And for, one last shame little, on you, Hannity, for many for things. For all the things. But the, one other little point about that, too, is like Republicans love to, you know, call themselves the party of family values, but they're the first to make fun of a broken harder father trying to help his um, ailing son. Because they are the, also the first people to refuse to accept that addiction is a disease. They're the first ones to make fun of people with a, a legitimate medical condition like and, that and make it like you're just a loser and pull yourself up, but you're not worth anything. You're not doing anything to help yourself. You know well, what I mean? Well, and this is totally off point, but it's on point for both of us, is they're also the first to um, not accept an LGBTQ child. Right, too. right. Um, 
So, so they are not the party of family values is basically what we're saying. And They're hey, liars. I want to know, do we have conservatives or Republicans out there who are listening who are pro all this? I mean, not pro, who will prove us wrong. Yes. That I might be conservative, but I would accept my gay or my gay child. I would help my drug addicted child. Mm -hmm. We really want to hear because I want to know that there are people out there. I feel like my, uh, well, I know and I'm not gonna get into specifics. I know my brothers who are both conservatives are completely, completely understanding of addiction issues and LGBTQ issues. So mm. I know there are Republicans out there. We're not saying everyone. Yeah, we never want you to think, we try to say this at least periodically so people understand, because I know a lot of conservatives that are not kind everyone people. all not the time. Everybody. And I specifically say, Republicans or Trumpenzies and then I say conservatives. You can't see my hand. I'm doing both sides of the she she is whatever. she's doing kind of like a hula yeah, dance. Kind of a hula lovely. Dance. But I I recognize that conservatives are people with conservative values and don't necessarily completely different. aren't on board with Trump and not on board with this hate mongering nastiness. And I know you exist out there, and I want to recognize you. However, if you are a good-hearted conservative and you're still supporting these people with your vote, then I have a problem with you. Because then you're just party over country right? and you're party over morality and you need to examine yourself. Well, and I feel like that's what I've been trying to say to my family who is conservative. Um, mm -hmm. you, it, I'm sorry, I'm beating a dead horse. I talk about this every time we talk about um, partisan politics, but um, you can't, you can't ba back Trump. I mean, yeah. you can't in good, f well... You can, but hey, and if any of you are conservatives in the L.A. area or can mm -hmm. come here because we haven't quite figured out how to do it remotely yet um, and want to join in and have a debate or talk about this, we would love yeah, we'll it. We'll have you as a guest. Come we on. would love it. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing about the Biden phone call, and that is horrible. So yeah. I would give that a thumbs up, but that's not okay anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently we're That's gonna... a seamless segue. That was perfect. <laughs> that deserves a bing and a swig of booze, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I stumbled across this article this week that basically says Gen Z um, doesn't like the thumbs up emoji because they think Gen Xers and millennials are, quote, mad at them when we use that. It's condescending. It's condescending. We might be mad at them. They don't know what it means. Um, and they're totally confused by it. And there's apparently a bunch of emojis that, quote, old people are not supposed to be using <laughs> anymore. I just, what about a thumbs up? I just don't. I don't Why are you it. triggered by a thumbs up? Like what how how precious are you that See my feeling is that they use it as a joke like oh yeah dude oh yeah right that they feel like but I usually use it like okay to be fair I hate when someone says K instead of like oh, answering right. your text so do they feel like that's their their version of K like Maybe 
I mean, that doesn't bother me. But if I'm if all I'm going to say to somebody is okay, then I'll actually probably write okie doke. <laughs> I know, always do. Like no, I always say okie yeah. doke or Coolio, which oh sorry, Coolio, rest Coolio. in peace. It's, oh yeah, we never mentioned oh Coolio. That's a, one of the very few rap songs. Yeah, Gangsters Paradise. Gangsters that I Paradise. Liked, but well, and I loved when. One Weird Al did Amish Paradise, oh, right. but that's that a whole so awesome. other show. But yeah, okay, so what are the other emojis we are not supposed okay. to use? So, top ten emojis that indicate you're old. <laughs> Number one is the thumbs up. Number two is the red love heart. I use it all the freaking time. Who doesn't? Time. Like, seriously, that's the thing. This list is mostly everybody I know uses it, maybe because everybody I know is my age. But um, the okay hand is not okay, which actually I don't use because that also can, that's a white supremacist exactly. signal. Exactly, I don't use that either. So I've pretty much gone away from using that. Number four is tick. Is there a tick, but, but, a mo- like a bug? The, no, I think is it the, the check, check mark? mark? Well, wouldn't they say a check mark? I don't know these fucking crazy. Uh, I know. I'm like, I don't know. Tell us if you think you know what the tick emoji What's a tick? is. Let I don't us know. think there's a bug tick thing. There's I think several it's probably... bug ticks, but I don't no, I know. know. Or bug I... emojis, but I don't know. Anyway, I didn't know there was a tick. Um, number five, the poo emoji. I don't ever use. Well, I do. I use it a lot on Twitter so that I, can, yeah. I use it instead of the word shit. Yeah. So that they can't flag me. We're not, we're not even binging shit anymore. Yeah. Um, number <laughs> six, binging, binging shit. shit. <laughs> number six, the loudly crying face. I guess that's the one with the tears streaming. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm like, come on. Whatever. Number seven, the monkey eye cover, which I've never used in my life. You know, they have this see, like, see, no, see no evil, evil, hear no evil, speak no evil monkeys. I've Apparently, never, I don't I, even know there was one. So, yeah, you got I that. did, but I've never used it. Number eight, I'm definitely uh, going to hell for this, the clapping hands. Oh, I use that all Constantly. the freaking time. And on Zoom, I use it in meetings when somebody mm. says something great and like, oh, we increased our profitability. Money. Plapability. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara Wawa. I'm sorry. That was very ableist of me. <laughs> it was ableist sorry. of both of us. Sorry. Yes. Um, yeah. Profitability, mm-hmm. you know, by X amount of percent. I always use the clapping hand em- uh, emoji on uh, Zoom. And I do when I want to make points. I mean, like, you cannot clap. Do clap this. Clap. Yeah. I will type that yeah. to make a point. Um, number nine is the lipstick kiss mark. The oh, I, I I'm not sure it. I use it. Maybe when I had a partner, I might use it as a yeah. cute thing. But okay, I, yeah, nobody I, really sends anything, it to me I either. If anything, I use the I do use the like hearts around your eyes and like the kissy the kissy yeah. emoji thing for the something. wink and kiss emoji. Yeah. I use that a lot. Yeah, and number ten was the grimacing. The grimacing face. How do you what not use the, the grimacing? It's it's probably the ew the the scrunched up face. Oh my god, I use that on the daily. Yeah, I'm like, how do you how do you live life without using that or the crying okay, face um, or so, the red heart? Okay, so you said this is uh, Gen Z. Gen Z. Do uh, 
I've seen bitching our about elder millennials. I've and seen Gen our X. analyticals. We do not have any Gen Z listeners. <laughs> no, you're not on our demographic. But, but that's if thing, like, we do, and we if, love Gen Z so much. But this is where y'all gotta, you know, pull up your big boy and big girl pants. I feel Come like on. though we have parents of Gen Zs out there. Mm-hmm. I know we do. I know Absolutely. for a fact we have parents of Gen Zs. Run this by your kids. I should have and called please, Riley and Kayla, who we had on our show, and yeah. asked them what they think and about this. And please ask them to talk to your kids who are Gen Zs, and if you can, which probably you can't make them do anything, but please ask them to write well, in or tell you to yeah, them what, what a thumbs up is about. It's, we're not trying to trigger anybody or hurt anybody. It just I can understand being confused about what that might mean. Are they saying okay? Are they saying I got it? I'll do it? Are they saying or good for you, Bunky? Good for you. Yeah, you snap it up, Bunky. Which <laughs> then I could understand that that's condescending, yeah. but that's not how we mean it. Well, I was already upset that they already told us we can't wear um, uh, skinny oh. jeans and side parts. <laughs> I don't wear side skinny, parts. Yeah, side parts. They're like ah, side parts are like so old. I and no I tried. So we don't, uh, you, you, we don't film, so you can't see us. But I cut, I did a big chop, like seven inches off my hair a while ago, and now it's, you know, getting a little bit longer. But I was looking at, I think I said this last week. I was looking at um, somebody on TV, and she had kind of my length hair, and, and she had a middle part, and I'm like, I'm gonna try it. No, <laughs> it was bad. I have had a side part all my life since probably sixth or seventh grade was the last time I had a middle part. With the straight, straight, straight hair, like, you know, uh, yeah. like the Susan Day well, straight. Well, that's the thing. If you don't have straight hair and and no bangs, like, that's really what that that works for. I've, I had a side part until recently. Now I have bangs, and so now and I have, like, a middle part. And your hair's glorious right now. But when it gets a little long in yeah. the bang, then I'll, I'll sweep it to the side. Because I can't I think get it. Side to, to, swept you know. is anyway. Now I have it all one length, and I'm not sure what. Anyway, yeah. that is not. Uh, anyway, don't tell us what to do or be or say or think, because we're Gen X, and we're gonna, you know. And guess what? We taught you, you for that. We <laughs> taught you how to use a fucking spoon. So right? don't come at us. Right? I taught you how to eat. I changed your diapers. I helped you learn to walk. I potty trained you. Do not tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. You know, oh, come on, Grandma, you can't do that. Guess what? I taught you how to blow your nose. So, and guess what? The original fuck around and find out generation is telling the new fuck around and find out generation not to fuck around or you'll find out. Yes. Thanks. And ladies and gentlemen, damn, that's our show. show. Stay safe, stay sane. And healthy and hopeful. We love you, thingies. Find us on the interwebs. Ciao.